Hi listeners, welcome to Grief Out Loud. Remember the last time you tried to talk about grief and then suddenly everyone left the room? Grief Out Loud is opening up this often avoided conversation because grief is hard enough without having to go through it alone. We bring you a mix of stories, tips for supporting children, teens, and yourself, and interviews with people working in the grief field. Platitude and cliche-free, we promise. Grief Out Loud is hosted by me, Jana DeCristofero, and produced by the Deggy Center for Grieving Children and Families in Portland, Oregon. Okay, so it's not really a grief party, but it is Grief Out Loud's 100th episode. When we started the show four years ago in January of 2015, we weren't sure we'd do more than 10 episodes, never mind 100. And there's no way we would have gotten to 100 without you, listeners and guests. Thank you for helping us reach this milestone. In the past four years, we've had the honor of hosting 99 storytellers, people coming forward with the emotions and thoughts that may never have been spoken aloud before. For many of us, grief resides in the shadows. It's tucked behind, kept quiet, and told how to behave. And honestly, by behave, what most of us mean is please stop existing. Stop tugging at our hearts and taking up space in the vacancies left behind by the people who have died. But what we've learned is grief doesn't take kindly to being told what to do, and it really doesn't love being told to shush. So that's what we hope to create with the show, a place where people can talk openly about the swirl of everything that comes with grief, a place where those who are feeling lost can come for connection and maybe a few flashlights of hope, a place to feel less alone and maybe a little less lonely. Grief is universal and unique. And it's a weird combination that acts like the secret everyone knows but doesn't talk about. Some of you who have been with us since the beginning know that the show started with two of us talking into a very late model iPhone. It was scratchy and echoey, and we didn't know anything about how to make it sound any better. If you were there for the first few episodes and you're still listening, thank you for your patience and your ability to withstand such bad sound quality. From those scratchy, echoey beginnings, we graduated to some big kid microphones and a little bit more, but honestly not that much more, information and knowledge about how to do some sound editing. But more importantly, we've been so lucky to have such amazing guests, grieving people from all over who are willing to share what they've learned and what they still struggle with. As a way to thank you for making Grief Out Loud what it is, we wanted to turn the show over to you today. We asked you to tell us what the show is meant to you, and here's what you had to say. Hey, Jana, this is Darwin from the Dealing With My Grief podcast, and I appeared on episode 55 of your show. One of the things that has changed for me is that I have been able to be more open about my own grief recovery experience. Before coming on your show, and I think you were either the first or second interview that I had done, I was really afraid to talk to someone in person or over the phone about my own experience if you weren't a member of my family. It is one thing to sit behind a microphone in an empty room and record your thoughts and feelings without any type of interaction or feedback. It's a totally different thing to talk about your grief experience openly to someone that you don't know and to have them give you questions and actually make you think about a lot of the different things that you've experienced or gone through. So thank you for your podcast. You're doing a tremendous job. And congratulations again on episode 100. Hey, Jenna, it's me, Jessica. I think it's been about three years since I've been on the podcast. And 
I just crossed the seven-year death anniversary. And what I can say is that grief still sucks. It's still a, a newish way of living and an experience that runs deeply through my veins on a daily basis. I do appreciate being able to listen to the Grief Out Loud podcast and connecting with other people's stories and connecting with my own grief. I especially like listening to it when I'm cleaning because I find that cleaning isn't so bad when listening to a grief podcast. I guess I'm distracted the perfect amount and I put in just a little more elbow grease. Maybe there's some aggression hidden in my grief. I don't know. But thanks for all you do for the podcast and for the community. I wanted to share that what I really appreciate about Grief Out Loud is all of the wisdom shared by the guests. It's it's such a mix of people sharing their personal experiences and other folks sharing the wisdom and skills and knowledge they have gained over the years of working with grieving folks and in other fields. And I really appreciate the mix of personal stories and lots of really good information. So thank you. Hi, Jana. This is Erin Schuster. Um, I just really loved being on the podcast. I It was nice for me because I moved away and I really missed the Dougie Center and talking to you and um, being able to share my story on the podcast really made it feel like I was back there and uh, sharing my grief in that safe space that I loved so much. But also it was really nice. (laughs) It turns out it's really nice to have shared your story in a format like that because now whenever I have a new therapist, I can just send her a link to the podcast instead of paying for an entire therapy session explaining my whole backstory for that situation. So it turns out to be a money saver too. Thanks very much. Uh, After doing my podcast, I listened to some of the others, uh, Kathy and uh, Jenna's dad, uh, Tony. And what struck me was how many of the, actually the same words we used to describe our loss, feeling different. And I think, for me at least, felt like I was somehow had to compensate, to make up for not having a dad, you know. I heard that from Kathy and I heard it from Tony, and I'm convinced that it's a universal theme and that, that's the thing that strikes me most from the cast. And I'm really appreciative of Jana that I got to do that. My name is Jan Canty. Well, episode number 72 was an eye-opener. In that show, Megan Devine explains she feels our society does not really allow people to tell the truth, to be so honest that they can say, there is an element of relief in my grief. Because my relationship with the person who died was ambivalent and conflicted, I agree fully. The majority of books and workshops assume you miss the person, that you feel a void. And I do want to feel that way. I wish I did, but I do not. This is the whisper corner the show speaks of. It feels validating to know that Megan understands this dilemma and is speaking about it. It is a difficult thing to do to put into words what grief out loud has meant to me. 
It has been a home for my grief when I don't have one to turn to. It is a friend and a shoulder to cry on when I have felt like I've exhausted all of my alternatives. It is the brave and honest words I need to hear to validate that my grief isn't in vain. It brings light into my darkest hours, tears of joy and understanding when I feel the most confused and alone. Overall, it is a friend, a community, and the connection I long for while I continue on this journey grieving Jonathan. Hi, Jana. Congratulations on the 100th episode. This is Heather Stang. And what I remember most about recording episode 54, Self-Compassion as Self-Care in Grief, is how I was able to share with you the very personal story of my own journey with self-compassion and grief surrounding the death of my stepfather, which is something I had not shared out loud before. Being able to be vulnerable and safe while recording that podcast, knowing that sharing my story might help others, certainly brought a great sense of connection and love into my heart. Even though we don't see each other face to face, I feel like everyone who's listening to this podcast is part of a virtual grief support group. And I'm grateful to all the people who've provided their stories because they help lift me up and understand my own grief experience as well as offer support to my clients. Thank you and so many well wishes for the next 100 episodes. As a past participant at the Dougie Center in 1987 when my mom died and I was 12 years old and a current parent bringing my adopted daughter to the Dougie Center after the death of her parents, There hasn't been a time when I have listened to Grief Out Loud and not heard something that resonated for me. Thank you, Jana, for Grief Out Loud, and congratulations on 100 episodes. My name is Patrick, and I've used the Grief Out Loud podcast just as a tool to gain some perspective and get some insight into the grieving process. And um, after losing my father uh, a couple months ago, in August of 2018, Uh, Listening to some of the professionals uh, use their tools and describe describe some techniques of of dealing with grief. Grief has been real helpful. And hearing different folks' experiences and and perspectives of how they dealt with both the grieving process, you know, personally and, you know, how it changes over time. have been valuable in just sort of figuring out how to how to deal with the new reality that's me and you know by extension my my family will be will be dealing with so you know appreciate the the effort and thought that goes that goes into this work and uh, hopefully it continues for a long time to come thanks hey Jana congratulations on your 100th episode what a milestone I'm so honored to have been a part of it at number 78. What I carry with me still from being on Grief Out Loud is a sense of feeling that somewhere my way of living is normalized. When I found myself diving into the podcast after my mother died, I heard this level of honesty that I had only encountered before in my own personality or music or writing. But here were people speaking unafraid and unapologetic, 
I found this place where I felt welcome to be exactly how I am, and it made me feel normal. And in circumstances that felt anything but normal, that was a great comfort. Grief Out Loud is a unique and special place that allows us to pause and admit and examine exactly what is going on inside and outside of us. Thank you for every word. Hi, Jana. Through both the process of recording podcasts with you and being an avid podcast listener, it becomes really evident that grief is such a personal journey and we are all experts on our own grief. I felt very vulnerable telling my story. However, listening to myself on the Grief Out Loud podcast was empowering. It helped me validate my own story, while listening to the stories of others helped me feel less alone. It really emphasized for me the power of storytelling and the importance of feeling heard. This has helped me tremendously on my own grief journey. Listening is truly a great gift. Hi, Jana. It's Pearl. Thanks so much for this invitation to reflect on my experience on your show. I felt really called to speak to the fact that just sitting with you and that invitation to reflect on my own grief, it really changed my experience. It seems like it opened me up to feel some things and maybe part of the reason that I've been able to feel my sadness, um, my missing, my loss of my mother over these past few weeks is because I, I don't know, I, I spoke I spoke kindly to that part of me that couldn't do it when my mom died. I feel really grateful to you for that. Yeah, thanks for doing the work you do. Wow, Jenna, a hundred episodes. That's so amazing. As a person who's been on your podcast and a person who listens to your podcast, I am continually amazed at how unique each person's grief experience is, and yet how universal at the same time. Um, I think a recent podcast that I listened to helped me so much in my work with teens, and it was when Lily, a teen, was talking about what kids and teens need from their school to get support, and, and I thought I can use that in so many ways with the work I do with teens. So I just continually have appreciation for this podcast. One of my favorite things about the Grief Out Loud podcast at the Dougie Center is how personal and real and just honest the conversations flow. Uh, There doesn't seem to be any expectation about what should or should not be said. Uh, There's really uh, an intimacy between, you know, the, the speakers and drawing an awareness to something that we all experience as humans, something that's really challenging, but it's also something that we need to talk about. And I really value that about this podcast because it gives us a space to explore some of the more challenging experiences and know that we're not alone in that process. 
Hey, Jana. It's Brendan Connolly, your old colleague and guinea pig from the early days of Grief Out Loud. Man, it is hard to believe that you are 100 episodes deep into the podcast. You have built a really valuable resource for grieving families with this thing. I remember back when we we were talking for the first time about your idea for a podcast, and I think neither one of us knew what you were signing up for back then. It it seemed like something we could figure out without taking too much time, but uh, <laughs> we didn't know just how much time it takes to kind of plan and edit, publish every episode. I mean, I, I watched you fiddle with different hardware and software tools and trying to figure out all these inscrutable settings and audio editing programs, and, and you felt totally out of your element, and you persevered, and look what you've done. Congratulations on this milestone. This is really awesome. Please keep going. Well, listeners, there you have it. Don't worry, Brendan, we're definitely going to keep going. Thank you so much to everyone who contributed to this episode. Thank you so much to everyone out there who listens to our episodes. And thank you to anyone out there who might be a future guest on Grief Out Loud. It's a total honor to do this show, and we're so grateful to all of you. Thanks for listening. Hope you'll join us again next time.